Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is a Rogue Media Network podcast. This is 365 Sports, powered by Sikkim365.com. All right, so top five NFL storylines from Super Bowl Monday. Um, one of these has to do with the Super Bowl. The rest are tangential around the league, but we haven't gotten to talk about them today, so wanted to get your opinion on some of these, Smokey, and, right. and talk about them. Number five, Ejiro Averro, the very highly thought of defensive coordinator who interviewed for a bunch of head coaching mm-hmm. jobs, staying on with Dave Canales and the Panthers as a defensive coordinator that is maybe the – the most hotly regarded quarterback coach in Canales right. and one of the most hotly coveted defensive young defensive coordinators in the league together on a staff now with an owner that is that is pretty nuts no. but sometimes even crazy people can find themselves in a good situation the only question i have about the panthers is david temper has this really interesting intriguing young coaching staff can he stay out of their probably way probably not uh, you know, you hope that he'd learn because his team sucks, his, his franchise is a joke based yeah. on some of the things, and then he's hired and fired coaches like, you know, who's the lady that got divorced about 20 different times? Oh, uh, like Liz Taylor? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's kind of what he's done. And so, but will he change? You hope so. Otherwise, are they ever – he's going to get lucky. I don't know. I think Bryce Young's still a pretty good player. I do like what he does. But as far as if you can keep your young assistants, coordinators with you, that sure doesn't hurt. That, that, I love stability. That's a big deal for Especially me. Especially with Brian Burns, uh, their fantastic defensive end who went to Florida State, by the way. Uh, but Brian Burns coming up here where he's going to be in a contract negotiation. If you want to have a, he's a cornerstone type player on defense, that's a, that's a good one to have. Number four. This is interesting. This is actually more of a college note, but it, it uh, means the Patriots uh, don't have a coach that was on their staff. Steve Belichick, uh, right. who was calling the, the plays for the defense last year for, for New England in his father's last year, on his way to UW. He's going to be with the Huskies and Jed Fish uh, as their Was uh, there someone else prior to when he decided that's where he's going to go, where he was linked to? Belichick? I, I don't. Um, I want to, for some reason, want to think it might have been in California. I think I uh, think there was some, I don't know. some potential for him with another NFL team, but, like, it might have been the Rams. I think it might have been the Rams. Okay, that might have um, been it. Yeah. But yeah. Um, but, yeah, but Steve Belichick to, to UW and brings that name to Jed Fish's staff. Um, kind of interesting that a guy who's never recruited, too, is going to jump in and go um, there because he's always been there, you know, growing up through the Patriots. Yeah, he's been pro football, but pretty much just completely in his blood. But, but I guess your recruiting pitch is like, 
Hi. You know what recruiting I'm is? Steve Belichick. That guy can play. Yeah. That's my position or that's my region to coach or uh, to recruit. I'm getting him. Yeah. Yeah. So. You can learn that pretty quickly. Yeah. Number three, my favorite story of the day, Le'Veon Bell. 32 years old, former NFL running back, is trying to take the former out of his title. He is attempting a comeback. Yeah, no, he's hoping, I, don't, I don't like this with running backs. He's, a, he's, he's hoping that he can run it back with the Steelers because yeah. I don't think he, he probably has some guilt about the way that ended, which was insane. Um, Boy, and, when he, he had that slide to him, that unbelievable patience, yeah. and, then, and then he just disappeared. Yeah. I don't know about running backs. I mean, coming back coming, from that position. What's it been, a couple of years now? Yeah, he was out in 2021 was the last he been played. Been three football seasons. Yeah. You know, you think of that, you go, well, maybe he's got some of the bumps and bruises. I think once you've already had him, and he didn't play that long. But I, I think that's, man, there's a certain precision of being at that level and all of a sudden trying to come back. It's like boxers who try to come out of retirement, and they, they've been out maybe for a year. I, I'm not, I, hey, good for him. If he makes it, great. But I, I, I'm, I don't. I, don't like the odds here. All right. Number two, Kyle Shanahan finally copped to it. Uh, and he did it in an interview with Peter King. It's always been kind of danced around when it came to this offseason. Look, they knew that they were going to trade Trey Lance. Like, right. They knew that was going to happen. Um, they knew, that, but they didn't know what the status of Brock Purdy was going to be because he had an elbow injury in the NFC Championship game. So literally at the second to last latest point in the season where he could have a season-ending injury, he had it. Like the only way it could have been worse is like when Odell Beckham Jr. hurt himself in the Super Bowl. Right. Like there's only one worse scenario for that as far as recovery timeline. And they were fortunate to know that, to find out that Brock Purdy was not in any kind of imminent like danger when he had his surgery, that it, it was right. the lesser of what it could have been. But like, you know, you've got a guy with an elbow, like the same injury that Brock Purdy had would keep Jacob DeGrom out for an entire season. You know, mm. so those things you have to worry about when you're talking about a guy who throws. But he did admit that, yes, he made a push for the organization to sign Tom Brady this last offseason. Oh. And um, if you know anything about the history of young Tom Brady, uh, young Tom Brady was a 49ers fan. He grew up in Northern California, um, crazy big 49ers fan. And um, I, that's where I thought he was going to go when he left uh, the the Patriots. I thought that was before he went over the Bucks. I was like, oh, he's just going to go play for the 49ers. And, you know, a lot of people don't have the juice to just call up your hometown team and go, hey, I'm playing for you now. Right. But Tom Brady does. <laughs> you know, Tom Brady. And, yeah. Anyone. When Tom Brady calls, you pick up the phone. Look, if, if and he, I just said, I don't like people holding out for too many years. That might be one of the few positions Maybe, yeah. Where you could do well, that. Look, and, and and had he played this year for somebody, nobody would have really been that surprised, and he'd probably have been fine. Um, but, um, but yeah, he did want Tom Brady, which I think would have been interesting. Which really, they could have found themselves right here back in this game yeah. <laughs> with Tom Brady, especially with all the weapons and things they have around him. But it ultimately didn't come to that. But it was it was interesting that Kyle Shanahan finally, after kind of dancing around it, because it's a weird thing to get into, mm-hmm. you know, especially when Purdy has so many doubters. But um, that he did cop to it today. In an interview well, there's nothing with wrong P- looking King. for a guy that, in case your guy who you've committed to is not going to be able to make it. Yeah. All right. All Num- right. Number one. Yep. Number one. We have not talked about this today, but Cliff Kingsbury yep. is the new offensive coordinator for the Commanders, the defensive coordinator, and this uh, also comes, you know, when the Cowboys lost Dan Quinn. By the Quinn. way, they fired the enemy. Yeah. That's actually the, the – they didn't, like, just not – because he apparently had years left, right? Because yeah. he only – well, yeah. 
Yeah, so Eric Bieniemy is gone. Cliff Kingsbury is there. Uh, also, Joe Witt Jr. and now becomes the defensive coordinator under Dan Quinn. He leaves from the Cowboys. He, that's official. That's official. He's there, so that does affect the Cowboys. Although, even though Jerry said he was going to interview Joe Witt Jr., I really feel like he wasn't ever going to do that. Um, I, or, I mean, he was. I don't think he ever really intended on it. It appears that Ron Rivera and uh, Mike Zimmer, who we just talked about, right, with Anderson Deho or that. But your thoughts on on Cliffy? Yeah, I I. I don't mean this to be negative because I like him. He's a great dude. He really is. But I like him right now as a non-head coach. And I'm not saying he couldn't be successful, but I, I think that he's building a pretty nice deep resume as an, you know, USC, where he's been. And, and I, I think another year or two, hey, listen, if you can win at Washington, you're going to get noticed. Yeah. Right? The guy who's got the job there. Well, it took a team to Super Bowl. Yes. And, so, and if not for that rascally Tom Brady. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and also, what you know, it, it, he how, how long had it been since he was with the Falcons, goes to Dallas, he kind of resurrects. Mm-hmm. Maybe if you're not, the, he'd taken a team to a Super Bowl. It was so close. So I like this for Cliff. I think another year or two as a coordinator, and maybe he'll get that chance again. And maybe yeah, that's, but, he might just end up being a lifelong offensive coordinator. And well, there's nothing I, wrong with that. No, there's a lot of people. Look, Steve Spagnuolo was a, a, a head coach for a little while, and now he's the best defensive coordinator in football. Like, yes. He's found his niche. You know, like sometimes, you know, that that's where you are. He's making a lot of money, and, you know, it's 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 great. I think, I think it'll be interesting to see for the NFC East to deal with Cliff Kingsbury calling those plays. Depending on who they get to quarterback, is well, it going to hey. be Caleb Williams, Drake May? Yeah. Is it still part of Sam Howell? What? So the offenses that the Cowboys will face now are Cliff Kingsbury. Wide open. Wide open. Kellen Moore. Wide open. Wide open. That's right. Uh, and uh, Brian Dayball, who is very Don't, creative. Yeah. I'll just say that. He's no, very he's creative. He's, he's very creative. I, I think I think Brian Dayball is one of the best football That's minds. He's an in Alabama the, guy, right? That, that he's one of the best of football minds in the league. I don't think he's been given um, the full menu to work with. Like uh, The Giants feel to me like a team. Like, you ever go to a restaurant like right when they open? They're like, listen, we're going to have this eventually. But right now we have this on the menu. Right. That's kind of what yeah. the Giants are. Yeah. Uh, they, haven't, they haven't gotten their full menu yet. But uh, Cliff Kingsbury, the Commanders, I think is a really interesting and intriguing move. And should the Bears decide not to have Caleb to draft Caleb Williams, um, you know he's going to be reunited with him. No, so. you're right. There's a possibility. Or, or if the or if the Commanders decide to, you know, go up and, you know, don't why? No, no. Yeah. If you have the number two pick and you've got Williams, who I know is you know very, and you have why why and Drake May and Jaden Daniels. If anything, I think. you could trade down if you run. Get more. Don't don't do too much. You got not, You're going to get a quarterback at two if that's yeah. what you want to get. Let somebody else get drunk and go trade up yep. for Caleb. Williams. Absolutely. That's that's what I say. All, All right. right, that's it. All right. Uh, one other final college football note that's popping. Remember the reaction when Ohio State hired Bill O'Brien as their offensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. He now is apparently on the cusp of being the head coach at Boston College. <laughs> <laughs> not kidding. I know. Get Weiss. I know. Yeah. I mean. He, he and he's been more. And there's a guy that has been a coordinator around NFL and all that, Alabama. But that's more of a guy you think of as an offense as a head coach. It's weird. He's had good and bad with both. 
All right, Garrett Ross, thank you very much. Emery Winter, uh, first ever Super Bowl Radio Row. Thanks uh, to everyone, our sponsors. Uh, you will hear them throughout the week. We've got the opens and the closes, the billboards, etc., of our sponsors, including Alan Samuel's House of Travel. We appreciate uh, uh, Bambi SQ for what she did to set us up, and also Bill Denton. I'm David Smoke. For Emery, Garrett, Paul, for you, good night from Las Vegas, Nevada. This has been a Rogue Media Network production.